This is Depression and Anxiety in Real Life, a podcast discussing real people with real problems. Welcome back to Depression and Anxiety in Real Life. Um, so I feel like a horrible person because I didn't post a podcast on Thursday, but I just got really busy with having a life and stuff like that, so I didn't get around to it. But hopefully today makes up for it. I'm really, really excited for today's episode. We're going to talk about some incredible things. We're going to talk about some things to do when you're feeling depressed and anxious or when you have thoughts come into your mind, how to kind of cope with anxiety. We're going to talk about the hook and helper technique. We're going to talk about some great tools that are out there for you. We're going to talk about Mr. Rogers um, and the incredible person that he was. It's going to be a fantastic episode even though it is a little bit late, and I do feel bad again for that. But stay tuned, we're going to jump right in, and um, we're going to have a great day today. So I hope you're as excited as I am. Okay, so like I said, I had a pretty busy weekend. I went and um, visited family and some friends, and that was a really good experience. Uh, It's really good to go and visit people who care about you and who love you, And sometimes it's hard to remember that there are people out there that care about you and that love you, but they do, and they are there. So that was a really good experience for me to go out and to visit with some of my friends and family. But today I wanted to talk about a little thing that I call um, hooks and helpers in relation to a choice point. So what what this is, is there's a choice point when we when we're living our life when we're going through life we come to this choice point and that choice point is where we decide what to do um, if you're going to school you come to a choice point you decide what school to go to or what school to send applications to and it happens in in all walks of life but what happens is we have we have values we have things that are important to us and there are so many different values that are important some examples of values are accountability or achievements, um, brilliance or boldness. You have so many values that are important, like family can be a value and how important family is to you, honor or honesty. You have integrity, joy, cooperation, um, personal drive, optimism, reason, sincerity, um, understanding, um, you have so many different values that add to what you think is important. And there are different things that people find important. So a lot of my values are like honesty and genuineness and being genuine. And so what happens is we come to this this choice point and we can either move towards our values or away from our values. And those are called our hooks or our helpers. Our helpers are, are things that help us come towards our values and hooks are things that draw us away from our values. So for example, you come to a choice point and you can use helpers to draw you towards your values. For example, um, if you come to a choice point on what school to go to and one of your values is finances and being able to support finances, you might choose to go to a school that is still really well accredited, but that costs less so that you have more financial, which helps you draw closer to to your value. 
Um, and then the opposite is you have hooks, which are things that draw you away from your values. So old habits or the urge to avoid discomfort or your desire for short-term gains instead of long-term solutions. Um, you're stuck stuck in like this story or, or thing that you have to do. And this has been really helpful for me. Um, we come to these choice points and a lot of my, another one of my values is like just being open and honest with people. So on my mission, I had a companion that um, I would think, oh, he doesn't love me. He, he hates me. I'm, I am such a bad missionary and this person doesn't like me. And that was a hook that drew me away from my values, my values of, of honesty or of friendship or of kindness. And when I got to be able to think about where I was and think about my choice point, I was able to go towards my values more. So I would think, okay, um, I want to be honest. So I would go up to this companion and I'd be like, hey, do you really, like, I've been feeling as though you hate me. Is this true? And he'd be like, oh, no, of course not. Like, you're awesome. And I had to use my value of honesty and believe that he was telling the truth, even though I had depression and anxiety telling me, oh, no one can love you. You don't even love yourself. How can anyone else love you? But I was able to use the values of honesty and trust him and be able to go towards my values. So that's a little bit about kind of choice points, hooks and helpers, and what they are. And it really is such an incredible thing to kind of take yourself out of the situation and think about things and process things and then make a conscious decision using logic instead of emotion to move towards what you believe in, to move towards what's important to you. And so that was a really inspirational thing to me and it helped me a lot. And so I was able to overcome that with using those hooks and those helpers. So that's one of the techniques that you can use to draw closer towards what you want to be, towards who you want to be, and it's helped me out, so maybe it'll help you out. Okay, so this past week I had the opportunity to watch the movie A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is the story of Fred Rogers, and Fred Rogers had a kid's show called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and he just talked about different topics that would help children. He talked about death and divorce and these big adult topics that a lot of times I feel kids were confused about, and he talked about them in a way that would help them understand what was going on. And I learned a lot from this movie, and there are a couple of things that stuck out to me that I wanted to share with you today. So in the movie, Mr. Rogers said a quote. He said, anything human is mentionable, anything mentionable is manageable. And that really made me think, because we are humans, and we do have struggles. And those struggles, we can mention them, we can bring them up, we don't have to, we don't have to hide our struggles and our challenges. And then if we can mention them, if we can bring them up, then we can manage them and we can work through them. And so I really thought about it in regards to depression and anxiety, because we people have depression and anxiety. And that is human, that's something that they're struggling with. And because it's something that they're struggling with, it's something that they can bring up and that they don't have to be scared to hide. They can mention it. And as they mention it, they can work through it and they can think about it and they can process it and they can be able to overcome it. And 
work closer, work on becoming more of who they want to be. And there's a quote from Buzz Aldrin. He said, I can't recall ever sharing my pain with another male friend or confiding in anyone else, and yet I was struggling to hold my life together. And, you know, thinking about that, he he wasn't able to share his pain or his friend, and he was struggling to hold his life together. Can you imagine if if he would be able to talk about his life and be able to open up about his life and then be able to overcome those struggles that he has ha- he was having he was having human struggles so it was mentionable and if we mention it then it's manageable and so that's just a, something that really really stuck out to me and that I thought was very impactful and the thing is another thing we don't realize how how hard or how much people struggle there are so many people that struggle that we don't realize and I've mentioned this before but um, even Ryan Ryan Reynolds, the actor, he said, I have anxiety. I've always had anxiety. And here we see this, this successful man who who's open about his anxiety and open about having these struggles. And he uses medication and the support of his wife wife to help him cope with anxiety. It's not a it's not something that he doesn't struggle with anymore. He still has anxiety. He probably will always have anxiety and he uses medication to to help him overcome that. And oftentimes I feel so alone with depression and anxiety. I think, okay, here I am having all these struggles that no one else seems to have because people, when they go out in public, they put on a happy face. They pretend that everything's normal, that everything's fine. But in reality, everyone has their own struggles. Everyone has their own battles that they're working through. And it's not something that's unique to us. It's not something that we have to just keep in and shield from the world because we think that we're broken because in reality we are broken, but so is everyone else. Everyone has struggles and trials and challenges that are hard and difficult that they're working on overcoming. And so I think we can find a little bit of comfort in knowing that people like Ryan Reynolds and people like Buzz Aldrin have these struggles. Another one is Sean Mendez. He said this, he said, it's all about honesty. The thing with anxiety and why it's such a hard thing for people who don't have it to understand is that it is very random and hits you at the moment you don't expect it. And that's so true. We do have these hard times, and it is hard for people to understand, and it it can be very random and just hits you when you don't expect it. And so if we have our values and we know it's important to us beforehand, then when that hits, when that comes, we have the opportunity and the ability to look at it with our hooks and helper eyes with our values and think, okay, what do I want to do with this anxiety? Because it's there. There's no denying that it's there. But what do you do with it? It's kind of like when life gives you lemons, you can either cry about it, or you can make lemonade. So when life gives you anxiety, are you just going to take that and push it down and pretend it doesn't happen until the point where it explodes? Or are you going to think about it and be like, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I'm having all these thoughts. Now I want to move towards the person I want to be. I want to move towards the values that I have. So what can I do to move towards the person that I want to become? And it really has helped me realize that I want to be who I want to be and that anxiety isn't going to stop me. It's going to try to stop me. It's going to be a roadblock, but it doesn't mean that I can't become who I want to become. 
and I can't overcome trials and challenges that I have. Okay, talking a little bit more about Mr. Rogers, there were a couple other things that stuck out to me about about Fred Rogers. Um, he was such an incredible man. After I watched the movie, I thought, man, there's a lot that I need to do to become better. <laughs> I I kind of felt like a bad person after seeing Mr. Rogers and the relationship that he had with everyone. But it didn't come without work. One of the things that, that Fred Rogers did is he would pray for people. He would spend time in medication thinking about people by name. He would pray for people by name, people that he hadn't even met in a lot of cases that were just needing his his prayers. And the reporter for the magazine that was interviewing him had a father who was sick and going through a lot of trials and a lot of challenges, and he was nearing death. And towards the end of the movie, Fred leans over to him and whispers something to him. And later the reporter asks, hey, what did you... What'd you say to my dad? And Fred said, I asked him to pray for me because anyone that's gone through what he's gone through has to be really close to God. And I thought that that was profound because he sees this man who's going through all these trials and these challenges. And when we go through those trials or challenges, we can either draw closer to God or further away from God. And we have to hang on to something. So I thought that that was very profound and a very good line, and I'm glad they included that in the movie. Another thing that Fred did is he would go swimming, and he would go and swim laps every morning, and that's another thing that, that can help us with depression and anxiety, is getting the proper nutrition, getting the proper exercise, because it really does matter. Our brains need certain nutrients in order to produce happiness, I guess you could say, and if we aren't taking in proper nutrition, then we aren't giving our body what it needs to repair itself and what it needs to function properly. I know that diet has been something that's really affected me and my mood. If I eat garbage um, for a month, then I'll start to feel like garbage. You are what you eat, right? But if I eat proper nutrition, nutrition that will help me gain what I need, that will give me the nutrients that I need and that my brain needs to produce happiness, then the chances of me being happier are a lot better. And the same thing with physical exercise. There's something about moving your body and getting the exercise that you need that helps you get out of depression and anxiety and those states. And so I encourage you as well as applying other things um, that you take care of your body, that you take care of eating proper nutrition and that you eat good foods as well as exercising. And I promise you that it will help you with your depression and with your anxiety. Um, I want to share another quote from Mr. Rogers. He said, the greatest thing that we can do is help somebody know that they are loved and capable of loving. I'm going to read that one more time. He says, the greatest thing that we can do is help somebody know that they are loved and capable of loving. It's really sad when people think that they aren't loved or that they aren't capable of being loving and I of being loved and I've been there I've thought to myself I don't even love myself how can other people love me I don't love to be around myself how can other people enjoy being around me but the people who have made the most impact to me in my life has been those who 
love me when I feel like I'm incapable of being loved and who have expressed their love for me when I feel like I don't deserve it. And so if I can ever be that type of person for someone else, then I'll take that opportunity every time that I can, every chance that I can. And so the greatest thing that we can do is help somebody know that they are loved and capable of loving. Mr. Rogers was an incredible example of this. He would, he was on the phone call with the reporter and he said a line that was just profound. He said, do you want to know what the most important thing in the world is to me right now? It's talking to you. And being able to put everything aside for a friend or a family member who's struggling or who needs that help can mean the world of a difference. For me, when, whenever I'm doing something, I like to try to push everything into doing what I'm doing. I like to put everything and all my focus and all my attention into that thing that I'm currently working on. If I'm talking to a friend and they say, oh, I know you're busy and that you have other things to do, I, I like to pull, pull a Fred Rogers. I like to say, you know what? Right now, I'm completely with you and I know that you need me and so I am here for however long you need me. And just being able to be there for someone is incredible and being able to let people know that they are loved and that they are capable of being loved is incredible. And that's something that I hope that you can feel from me a little bit as you listen. I know that it's a podcast and that it's generalized and that it's for whoever wants to listen to it, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that you are loved and that you are capable of being loved. You people do love you and you are worth that love and you are worth people's time. You're worth my time. You're worth more than you know and more than you think because that's what depression and anxiety does is it takes your worth and it says, oh, you're not actually worth that. But in reality, you are worth so much. And I just pray and I hope that you are able to see that and that you're able to find your worth and be able to feel of that worth and are able to feel of that love. There's a couple apps that kind of help with that. There's an app called Clear Fear and Calm Harm. Those are kind of interesting, but let me talk about Clear Fear for a little bit. What so Clear Fear is an app that helps you recognize what you can do when you're feeling anxious. It has a couple different features that I really, really like. One of them is called the Safety Net. And the Safety Net has uh, two different rings on it. The first ring is things I can do. Things you can do when you're feeling anxious. So in mine, I have... Th- I have, um, I can pray because I like to be able to pray and to talk to God and to spend that time in a, in kind of a meditative state to think about what's on my mind and what's making me feel anxious and help me overcome that. Another thing that I have in there is to focus on my helpers, things that help me go towards my values of what I want to become. Another thing that I have in there is to record my thoughts and my feelings whether that be through recording a voice message that's just for me and that no one else will listen to, or writing it down on a piece of paper or in a journal to get my thoughts out there, 
to get them out of my head so that my I don't have to spend as much time thinking about them, which leads to anxiety and which leads to me being anxious. The second ring on my safety net is people I can talk to. So you can add contacts of people who have been really influential to you and who have helped you in the past. So I have a couple of really, really close friends in there that I have, it's basically like a speed dial, that if I'm ever feeling anxious, I can look at people I can talk to and I can be like, oh, there are people that I can talk to that I can talk about my problems who will listen and who will understand and who will help me through this problem that I'm having. And so that's really cool um, about clear fear. There are other things in there like different types of anxiety. It talks about the different types of anxiety that there are social anxiety or separation anxiety. It talks about what those different types of anxiety are, what they look like, and it gives you tips on how to overcome that different type of anxiety. So Clear Fear is a really cool app um, that is available for you for free, and they're not even sponsoring me, even though they should, um, but it can help you recognize your anxiety and recognize how to overcome your anxiety. The second app is Calm Harm, and Calm Harm is an app that I haven't really personally had a need for. It's an app to help you if you're feeling having thoughts of self-harm. And I don't really ever get thoughts of self-harm, but what it is, is it, it explains self-harm as kind of a, a wave, where when you first have those thoughts, it's when it's the strongest. But if you can just ride the wave, then eventually those thoughts will leave and you'll be able to overcome those thoughts because I don't think anyone ever really wants to harm themselves, but they have that desire to harm themselves. And so it has different sections that help you overcome and ride the wave of self-harm. It has a section called release. So the release section has different thoughts on things that you can do to kind of release that those feelings that you're having. Um, so a couple of the options in the release is get a sheet of bubble wrap, burst each bubble as slowly as you can, or squeeze a, squeeze a rubber band ball very hard. One of my favorites is punch it out, find a pillow and punch out how you feel. You can run on the spot as fast as you see as fast as you can and see how long you can run for. Scream into a pillow to release tension until you feel better. Um, things like that. Another section is express yourself. Say out loud what's bothering you. Can you come up with one positive solution? You can choose your most negative thoughts and think about someone close to you. Think about what someone close to you would say to change it, and you can keep that kind of safe and inside. Another thing for Express Yourself is let someone know how much you appreciate them. You can either tell them or write to them. Another section on this app is Comfort. You can eat something you enjoy and make it slow and just notice everything about it. You can think of four people who have given you their best smiles. Then it says, could you call one of them for a chat? Another one, this is one of my favorite ones, is practice mindfulness. Uh, practice mindfulness. For instance, focus on one task and pay attention to sights, scents, and sounds surrounding you. Slow down what you're doing to pay attention and focus on that task for as long as you can. Or I, I like mindfulness as just kind of sitting there and just having a thought float into your mind like a cloud because they're going to come no matter what and then just letting it float out like a cloud so that you can just focus on your breathing and I like to breathe, and I like to breathe one when I breathe in, and two when I breathe out. Count in my mind one, 
two and just breathe and just spend time focusing on just the breath and then thoughts will come in oh you need to have a homework assignment due and then it comes in and floats in like a cloud and then you just kind of let it float out like a cloud and come back to the breath and so I really enjoy mindfulness another section in um, this app to help distract you so you can say the 17 times tables or you can um, count backwards in sevens from 972 you can think of a country for every other letter of the alphabet or you can name 20 of the most popular series um <clears throat> how many villains from superhero movies can you name so just things to distract you from these thoughts of self-harm as that wave kind of dies down so that you can recognize oh um i'm feeling better now uh, that wave is over and I'm not going to harm myself. Another section in this app is breathe, and it just leads you through uh, a breathing process. It counts as you breathe in, and then it tells you to hold it, and then it lets you breathe it out, and it's really just helping you focus on your breath and getting your brain that oxygen that it needs to think clearly and to overcome and to ride that wave. So again, the apps are Clear Fear and Calm Harm, and they're just free apps that are there for you to use if you're feeling anxious or if you're feeling like you want to harm yourself. Um, I haven't used them a whole, whole lot, especially the, the Calm Harm, because I don't really have those types of feelings. But if you do have feelings of self-harm or thoughts of self-harm, go and check it out. Find somewhere, some way to release that, to ride the wave so that you can come out on top and so that you can be victorious and that you can be able to be who you want to be and overcome depression and anxiety and feelings of self-harm and feel of that love that you deserve and that you need. You are loved. You are capable of being loved. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be my friend? Um, be there for me because I need you. I can't do this alone. I need help from friends and from family. And each one of you is my friend. So keep keeping on. Remember to be who you are. Keep being you. Don't change for anyone. Strive to become better but never change who you are. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Depression and Anxiety in Real Life. Keep being you. Thank you for listening to Season 1, Episode 3 of Depression and Anxiety in Real Life. Keep being you.